The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, About that day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken, and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken, and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Christ. Please be seated. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. With twin warnings, Jesus tells his disciples, keep awake, be ready. Contrary to the success of the popular fictional Left Behind series, these verses are not about God seizing the elect and forgetting the rest of us. And while they may be entertaining bumper stickers and church signs that tell us, look busy, Jesus is coming, miss the mark here too. The purpose of apocalyptic literature and scripture is not to terrorize us into obedience but to provide revelation about God and to encourage hope. Instead of being anxious about a capricious God whose promise of eternal life is based on something we've done, our attitudes or our behaviors, as we begin anew this season of Advent, both Isaiah and Matthew call on God's people to wait on God and to look to God to do something new again. Isaiah is addressing the Israelites before the exile, urging them to trust God to fix what is broken and to live in anticipation of a peaceful future despite the conflict roiling around them. Matthew is speaking to Jesus' followers who were likely living in Antioch in Syria, where there were both Jewish and Gentile Christians. He's addressing them after the destruction of the Jerusalem temple, 
and in the midst of disagreements with both rabbinical Jewish leaders and Roman authorities. Their messages to their communities remind us that faith is always communal, nurtured in the space where we gather together and draw near to God. In this season here at Grace, we are waiting and preparing for the coming of the light of the world, God's own Son, Jesus, God's love incarnate, born into the world for us. Knowing what we are waiting for shapes how we wait. Instead of being anxious or afraid, we are invited to believe that God's future will be different because it is a future based on God's promises. It is a future where God will be with us, where God will mediate or make a way through the division and enmity between nations and peoples, and where God will bring peace into our lives. That sounds implausible, if not impossible, as we witness the violence in our communities and in our world? Is it surprising that we'd rather retreat into the merry comfort and nostalgia of Christmas's past and pin our hopes on gift-giving and feasting? But what is faith, if not the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen? The prophet Isaiah begins his speech with a call to return to the house of the Lord, to the centering place where the people experience the rhythms of life together with God. This Advent season, we are invited to gather here to practice our faith together in worship and to get ready for the new movements of God's spirit in our lives. We come together to learn God's ways and God's paths. But to be ready to learn, we must be tender-hearted and not let our hearts be hardened toward God. Remembering the mistakes of Pharaoh and the Egyptians, we must have a willingness of spirit to hear God's way, words, and to go God's way. It's easier said than done, of course. Submitting ourselves to God's word and to God's ways requires a reorientation, a turning away from the world and towards God. As when St. Paul says, lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light, the works of darkness are the sin and self-centeredness that distract us from God and what God is doing in this season. And wearing the armor of light, like being clothed in Christ at baptism, is not about being transfigured into dazzling majesty, but receiving 
the grace that God has given us freely and finding our strength in Christ. Instead of swords, we carry weapons of righteousness equipped by God to bear the good news of Jesus coming into the world. Finally, Isaiah calls to the house of Jacob, the people of Israel, and to us, Come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Pastor Nathan Nettleton paraphrases the verse from Isaiah as let us stick to the tracks that the Lord lights up. This time of year, I sometimes wear a headlamp to walk the dogs because it gets dark so early. And with a headlamp, you don't see very far ahead. Just enough to take the next step. And the one after that, as you move forward in the dark. Walking in the light of the Lord isn't about having a floodlight that illuminates your surroundings so you can see everything all at once. Instead, it is taking the next faithful step. Trusting in the one who is lighting the way. Come, let us walk in the light of the Lord this Advent season. Let us gather here with tender hearts and willing spirits to listen for what God is saying. Let us be ready and alert to how God is working in our lives and those around us. And let us not be distracted by bright lights and tinsel but focus on the light that is coming into the world. Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for giving your Son Jesus to the world, that we may all know your love for us. Help us turn away from the ways of sin that draw us from you and teach us to walk in your light. Let our light so shine that the world may know you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.